Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Mystery, Suspense, Dramas, and Horrors, where we bring to you the most mysterious tales that the golden age of radio had to offer. And now... With over 200 episodes made, originally airing on NBC Radio Network from 1944 to 1950, we bring to you Boston Blackie. Howdy, Sipe. Morning, Harry. <laughs> How's that bus of yours? Still all in one piece, huh? Well, far as you can tell, in one look, it's all in one piece. But I wouldn't want to have to pay a dollar for every nut and bolt it's dropped from Valley Junction to the main highway. Well, you ought to get the company to buy you a new bus, Harry. The drivers in the city get new buses. Uh, folks on my route wouldn't know me if I was to turn up with a new bus. How's business, Sipe? Oh, good. Always good this time of year. Have a store full of people nearly every day from sunup to sunset. Eh, sort of glad it's a little slow now. Yeah. You was out taking a little ride near my place yesterday, wasn't you, Si? I come to think of it, I was. Yeah. You don't recollect who you saw out in the orchard with me, do you? No, don't think I do. Well, now, that's being mighty smart of you, Si. Huh? Uh... Don't exactly get what you mean, Harry. I mean exactly what I said. You're being mighty smart, not recollecting who you saw out at my place yesterday. I don't remember seeing anyone. Yeah, well, now, that's just the thing to remember if anybody asked you. Because if you remember you did see somebody, and if you know who he was, why, there's no telling what'll happen to you. You know what I mean? So long, sir. Telephone. That's what I'll do. Operator, this is Cy Gardner at the general store in Valley Junction. Get me the city, will you? I want to talk to a fellow named Boston Blackie. And now meet Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend. To those who have no friend. How many more miles to Cy Garden store, driver? Well, I tell you, Blackie, my run from the main highway through Cross Creek and Indian Holler and Valley Junction, that's where Cy's store is, it's 18 miles and three quarters. Yeah? That's for bus. But as the crow flies, it's only six. Only six, huh? Yeah. Well, next time I think I'll come by crow. <laughs> <laughs> but bus or crow, Blackie, what's taking you to Valley Junction? Ain't there enough excitement for you in the city, or is it too much? Well, I had a phone call from Cy Garden yesterday afternoon. Said he was in some kind of trouble. I would have used my car to come out here, but it's in the garage. Uh, well, it's just well you didn't use it, Blackie. After this bumpy road, <laughs> like's not to be in the junkyard. Well, this bus of mine ought to be. 
Shy garden in trouble, eh? Well, he sounded as if he were. Sure, he's mighty peculiar. Why, I've known Cy Gardner for, oh, 18 years come green up. And he ain't never been in any trouble I heard of. But then, of course, Cy's the sort of fellow that keeps his trouble to himself, Blackie. Uh, pardon me, sir. You speaking to me? Yes. Did I hear the driver refer to you as Blackie? Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's Boston Blackie, of course. Yes. Well, allow me to introduce myself. I'm John Jeffrey Wells, president of the Farmers Finance Corporation. Traveling on business, of course. How do you do? I didn't expect to meet anyone so famous on the Buster Valley Junction. But, of course, when you travel, you never know whom you're going to meet. No, you never know whom or what you're going to meet, either. (laughs) That's one of the interesting things about travel. One of the reasons I like to travel, of course. Coming into Cross Creek. Anybody that wants out at Cross Creek gets off here. Well... Looks as if we're picking up another passenger, and a pretty one, too. Uh, Another of the interesting things about travel, Blackie. Of course. Is this the bus to Valley Junction? Yeah, sure is. As long as it's going in this direction, it's going to Valley Junction. Okay. How much? Oh, you pay when you get off. Next stop, Indian Holler. Okay, if I plant myself next to you, mister? Sure, go ahead and plant yourself. Just don't grow on me. Well... I can tell you aren't from the stick. <laughs> a handkerchief in the breast pocket means a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> well, my bandanas are the cleaners. <laughs> yes, you have an answer for everything, don't you? <laughs> well, don't try to give me an answer for this, because it isn't a question. You're oh. getting off the bus right around this bend in the road, Boston Blackie. Oh, really? Who says so? Take a look at the two of us, me and this gun. Both of us mean business. Come on, Blackie, we're getting off this bus now. Hey, driver! Yeah? Uh, stop the bus, we're getting off. Hey, now, wait a minute, I don't... Blackie, t- don't be stop stubborn. I'm reasonable, but my gun is restless. Well, what have you got to say? Driver, stop the bus. Okay, you two want to get out in the middle of nowhere, it sure ain't none of my affair. Passengers get on and off where they want. Says so in my franchise. So long, Mr. Wells. Uh, look here, Blackie. If there's something I could do, I'd be glad to help you, of course. Uh, no, thanks, Mr. Wells. This is just an example of what we were saying about travel. You never know what's going to happen next. Uh, what do we owe you, driver? Why, dollar twenty for you. Nothing for the girl, I guess. Okay. There you are. If you see Cy Gardner in Valley Junction, tell him that I'll be there, all right, but a little late. Yeah, I'll tell him. Well, now what? Oh, thanks, Blackie. Thanks so much for getting off the bus. Don't thank me. Thank you, Gun. I'm sorry I had to do that, but I just had to make sure you got off with me. I'll put the gun away. How's that? It's better, but still not so good. What do you want? Come on, let's walk up and get my car. It's parked near here, and I'll tell you on the way. My name's Marjorie Cleland. Nice name, but it means nothing to me. Look, Blackie, I, I want you to listen how I got myself in a jam. I'm listening. Well, now, you've got to help me, Blackie. The reason I got on that bus is because I knew you were on it. How'd you know that? I was inside Gardner's store when he phoned you, told you what bus to take and when to take it. So that's the background for us on a bus, huh? Yes. All right, let's have you... Okay, listen, sirens. Yeah. Look, police cars, and are they rolling? We better start hopping. They're not slowing down for anything. They better jump for the bushes. That's nothing to what those police cars would have done to them and you. They didn't even see us. My best nylons, too. And my best friend is the reason you ruined them. What? Inspector Faraday of the Metropolitan Police was in the first squad car. 
Those were city police? Yes, men from the Homicide Bureau. wonder if they're going to Valley Junction or just late for a picnic. Well, I'll find out pretty soon. Let's have your story now, Marjorie. Um, I, I don't think I'll bother you with it, Blackie. Why not? Oh, I don't know. I just changed my mind. Okay, get moving, Blackie. Oh, no, not a gun again. You wouldn't want me to prove it was a gun. I'll take your word for it. What happens now? Now I'm getting in the car. But you're going to start walking. Not me. I'm allergic to footsteps. I think you'd be more allergic to lead. Start walking, Blackie. Just been around the village, Inspector Faraday. Yeah? No one in Valley Junction heard the shot that killed Gardner. Thanks, Guggen. No one heard the shot, huh? Well, that could be. The sheriff figures Gardner was killed about four hours ago, so I guess everybody in town was taking a noontime nap, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Have we found anything in the store to hint why Gardner was killed? Uh, it's a simple case of murder in the act of robbery, Guggen. Gardner's safe had been opened, and his cash register's empty. Mm. I guess we'll just... Hello, Faraday. Blackie, you. Yes, Faraday, me. Well, what's left of me after walking practically all the way from Cross Creek to Valley Junction? Walk it. You look as if you've been crawling. Oh. Through a dust bowl, too. Never mind about me. What are you here for? You decided to go back to the farm where you belong? I'm here on business for the sheriff. What's the matter? Doesn't the sheriff want to be reelected? There's been a murder here, and the sheriff asked me to handle it for him because this county's never had a killing before. Don't tell me, Faraday. I know who the victim is. Cy Gardner. That's right, but how did you know? Because Gardner called me up yesterday, and he told me he was in trouble. When was he killed? About four hours ago. Huh. Doesn't make sense. What doesn't make sense? I was on the Valley Junction bus until a girl named Marjorie Cleland invited me to get off. I had the idea that she got me off that bus as a stall, but that was only two hours ago. Look, I talked to everybody on that bus when it got here. And if you'd pay less attention to pretty girls and uh, more attention to what you start out uh, to skip do... Skip the lecture, Faraday. Uh. I still think that girl is connected with Gardner's murder in some way or other. Gardner was killed by someone who robbed him. It's that simple. Now, come on, I'll drive you back to town. Hey, Guggen. Yes, Inspector? Lock this place up good and tight so nothing is touched before I send a special investigator out here. Right, Inspector. Come on, Blackie, I'll drive you back to town. Yeah, no, thanks, Faraday. I think I'll stick around. I'm going to find that Marjorie Cleland again. Look, will you quit wasting my time? Come on. I'll tell you what you can do, Faraday. What? I saw a rooms for rent sign about five miles down the road. You can drive me that far. Why do you want to stay? Do you like it here? No, but I would like to find out who didn't like Cy Gardner. <laughs> Oh, driver. Oh, hi, Mr. Wells. When do we make our next stop? Well, let's see. We left Valley Junction an hour ago. Next stop's Northville. Be there in about a minute, so. Uh, thanks. By the way, I noticed the police questioning you back at Valley Junction. Yeah, they sure did. Poor Cy Gardner. They questioned you, too, didn't they, Mr. Wells? Yeah, they questioned everybody on this bus. Though why they questioned us, I don't know. We were going toward Valley Junction, not away from it. The murderer would be doing. Yeah, I guess that's so. Poor Cy Gardner. Nice fella? Oh, the best. Well, I'm glad the police didn't hold us up too long. Yeah. Like to keep this bus on schedule. Yeah, of course. Who did it, Harry? Who killed Gardner? I don't know, Biggie. But I didn't, if that's what you're thinking. Are you sure? Sure, I'm sure. In fact, I was thinking you did it. 
Well, all out for Northville. Passengers for Northville, all out. There's the rooms for rent sign. Stop here, Faraday. All right, Guggen. We'll let Blackie off here. Right, Inspector. Thanks for the lift, Faraday. I'll solve a murder for you sometime. Yeah, we'll wait for you, Blackie. <laughs> there might not be a room. Then you'll have to walk all the way to the main highway. Don't bother. I understand it's fun sleeping in a hayloft anyway. Yeah, it must be. The mice never complain. Yeah? You have rooms for rent, don't you? I'm particular who I rent to. Who are you? Boston Blackie. Well, I have rooms for rent, but not to you. Well... <laughs> What's the matter, Blackie? Did she like your references? Go ahead and laugh, Faraday. How could I help laughing when she slammed that door in your face? Come on, get in. I'll drive you to town. No, I'm staying, Faraday. Only this time by request. By request? What are you talking about? The three words on this little slip of paper right here that the woman just gave me. Maybe she slammed the door in my face, but look what she wrote on this piece of paper. Huh? Let me see it. Now, I'm sure you can read it, Faraday. It's just three simple words. It says, don't go away. And now, back to Boston Blackie. Blackie receives a phone call from Cy Gardner, storekeeper in the rural town of Valley Junction. But en route there by bus, he is met by Marjorie Cleland, who promises him a ride in her car, but changes her mind, pulls out a gun, and forces him to walk. Blackie arrives in Valley Junction to learn that Gardner has been murdered. He feels the girl had something to do with the killing, tries to rent a room in a farmhouse, and is refused. But the woman owner passes him a note telling him to stay. As we return to our story, Marjorie Cleland is in the farmhouse talking to the owner. You were a smart cookie, Mrs. Davis. Sending Blackie away just like I told you. Somebody helped you up pretty good, didn't they? It was that gun you were holding that made me say what I did to Blackie. Hmm. That's what I meant. You were smart. Hey, this isn't a bad joint you got here. This is the kitchen, isn't it? Yeah. Is the kitchen so difficult to recognize? <laughs> well, gals like me don't ever have to know what a kitchen looks like. Um, where's your telephone? We don't have any. What? Nearest one is down at Cy Gardner's store at Valley Junction. But the police have that store padlocked since Cy got knocked off. Now what do I do? I'm sure that's no concern of mine, young lady, but I have my chores to do and I'm going to do them. Oh, this I gotta see. Hey, what was that? What was what? Noise at the back door. It sounded like somebody fooling with the lock. I didn't hear a thing. Oh, must be getting nerved. Well... Go on, Mrs. Davis. Go ahead with those chores. You were... Hello. Nobody at the door, huh? It's you, Blackie. This gun... Come get her, Blackie. I've got her arm. Oh, thank you very much. I'll take that gun, young lady. I've got her. There we are. Thank you. How did you know to come back here after this dame sent you away, Blackie? She held a gun in back of me, Blackie. That's why I had to tell you to go away when you knocked at the door. I figured that from the note. Well, Marjorie, what goes on? What's the score? You're supposed to be smart. Figure it out. Okay. Let me see. You got me off the bus so that you could keep me from getting to Gardner's store. Then, while I was talking to you, the police cars came by, heading in the direction of Valley Junction. 
How am I doing? The mouth is moving and words are coming out, but they don't mean a thing. I think they do. Yeah, I'm beginning to like this now. Mm. When the police cars came by, you knew they'd get to Valley Junction in a hurry, so there was no reason to keep me away. You didn't want anybody there, did you? Why don't you turn around? I don't want to yawn in your face. Oh, I'd like to fetch her a slap where it would do the most good, Blackie. Not now, please. I want to get on with this. I think you wanted the bus to reach Valley Junction before anybody got there. And the reason could be that you and whoever murdered Cy Gardner are working together. What do what you are mean, you talking Blackie? about? Yeah, yeah, this is making sense. The murderer dropped something at the scene of the crime, realized it later when he was away, and then had to get back to Valley Junction before the murder was discovered and had to make sure nobody got there first. But Faraday didn't find whatever he left. So I'm going back there right now. You. Hmm? Where are the keys to your car? Here they are. Catch. Thanks. You're being very cooperative. Hmm? It's being smart. Try driving the car and see what happens, Blackie. There isn't a spark plug in the engine. I took them all out and hid them. Thought maybe you'd try something fancy. Cute kid. Why don't you try forcing me to tell you where I hid them? The idea sounds like fun, but I've got work to do, right? Um, Mrs. Uh, Davis. Uh, Mrs. Davis, where's your telephone? Oh, I don't have any, Blackie. The nearest one is at the gardener's store. Oh, fine, fine. How do I get there? Oh, that bus you were on comes back this way in about an hour. That isn't too bad. I'll wait. I tried walking there once, and I didn't like it. But the bus driver will be going in the opposite direction, Blackie. That's what he thinks. And if the driver doesn't want to turn around, we'll find out how he likes walking. Hey there! Uh, you in the bus! Stop, will you? Stop! What is it, Blackie? Turn the bus around. We're going where you just came from. Oh, sorry. I can't do it, young fella. This bus runs on a schedule. Subject to change without notice. I'm getting in. Yeah. Close the door and swing the bus the other way. I guess maybe you're looking for trouble, Blackie. Well, I'm glad to convenience you that way. I'm going to knock you halfway. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh. More people are getting hurt in cars these days. Oh, well, I guess I can drive this thing to Valley Junction. Only I shouldn't have hit this guy so hard. Now I've got nobody to talk to. Yes? Yes. Did you get the call through to the city? Yes, sir. We're ready now with Inspector Faraday at police headquarters. Well, you're ready and I'm ready, so what are we waiting for? Just a minute. Go ahead, Inspector Faraday. Hello? Hey, Faraday, this is Blackie. I'm up here at Gardner's store in Valley Junction. Good. Stay there. Now, don't get cute. I've been trying to reach you for an hour. Where have you been? I've been feeding the pigeons in the park, but I saw a couple of squirrels and they asked for you. It's a good thing they didn't get too close to you or... You'd never have come back. Yeah, Faraday, funny. listen to me, will you? I've found something here at Gardner's store. You found a padlock on the door and the windows boarded up. How did you get in and why did you? Because I thought there was some kind of a tie-up between this place and the bus trip I took. I was looking for something here in the store and I found it. What was it? 
part of a cufflink. It's right here on the counter, right beside the telephone. And, uh, guess what else there is here? Why should I guess? You ought to know. Three bags of what you're going to. Seed. What you're going to But, uh, skip that. Faraday, I want you to do something. Look in your files and see if you can find someone who looks like that John Jeffrey Wells character. That cufflink belongs to him. Now hurry. Hurry, he says. If I listen to you, Blackie, I'd be hurrying the rest of my life. Good. Then it wouldn't last so long. Oh, I don't know why I do these things. Hang Maybe, Blackie, one of these days I'm going to stop doing what you ask. Hang it up or I'll give it to you right here. Hello, man. Wells. You'll be doing exactly what you want do me to hang up the phone, huh? Are you okay. listening to me? Did you have a nice chat with Inspector Faraday? Oh, as nice as usual. I didn't mean to eavesdrop, Blackie, but I was standing in the doorway and I overheard everything you said, of course. Does everybody in this neighborhood carry a gun? What's the matter, Wells? Don't you want me to know what Inspector Faraday is going to find out about you? I can tell you everything Faraday can tell you. But will you? Why not? Don't move, Blackie. Well, I'll tell you what Faraday's going to find out. But it's not going to do you any good. Uh-huh. Just knowing you killed God, you know, uh, won't make me happy. I'm such a curious fellow, I always want to know why. I'll tell you why. Because he recognized me. Any crime in that? I went to prison for a crime once. I didn't like the place, so I left it without benefit of parole 15 years ago. Well, you've been in hiding a long time, haven't you? I've been hiding as an important and legitimate businessman for 15 years. But when I came to visit my brother the other day, Cy Gardner saw me and recognized me. I had to kill him to keep him from talking. And I robbed the store as a cover-up. You came here to visit your brother? Yeah, me, Blackie. Oh, so Mr. Wells, you and the bus driver are brothers. Don't tell me Marjorie is your sister. No, Marjorie's a girl from the city I hired for the occasion. What occasion? The occasion of your arrival in Valley Junction. You knew I was coming? Oh, yes. And on what bus, too? <laughs> see, I was listening at the window when Harry here talked to Cy about recognizing me. Oh, I see. Or do I? You didn't try to keep me away before the murder. It was after the murder. Was that because you knew you'd dropped this cufflink? Uh-huh. And I wanted to get here before you did. I get it now. When Marjorie saw the police cars go by, she realized there was no use in stalling me. Too bad the police locked up the store after they left, or you could still have picked up the evidence I found. Well, instead, I'm picking you up. Bus already, Harry? Yeah, it's ready, Biggie. Oh, Biggie, is it? Yes. Or uh, do I still call you Mr. Wells? You won't call me anything in a little while. Harry, we're taking a special passenger for a special trip to the main highway. Yeah, a special delivery. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot to both of you. Nice of you to give me a lift. I hope you like it, Blackie, because it's the last thing you're going to get from anybody. Harry, can't we make better time? It's two hours since we left Valley Junction. You want me to skid off the road and pile up in a ditch, Biggie? The rain's made this road slippery as weak molasses. Take your time, Harry. I'm in no hurry. No, I guess you ain't, Blackie. But I got news for you. Another mile and we're at the highway. One more mile. Your last one, Blackie. Of course. But why are you bothering to take me all the way out to the highway to kill me, Wells? I could have died just as dead in Valley Junction. And it's so peaceful in the country. Too close to home back there, Blackie. We're going to knock you out, put you on... Sirens, Harry. I hear sirens. Yeah, so do I. If you hadn't been so busy talking, you would have heard them before. Look at what's coming around the turn up there ahead, a police car. They won't want us. 
They've had no reason. Just slow down and they'll go by. That's what I was going to do, Biggie. Really? Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm yanking the bus into the stick. Hey, 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 let go of that. Hey, 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 That bus was pulled into the ditch on purpose, sir. Look out. Piggy might be in there with a gun. He's... He's in here with a gun and a bump on his head, Faraday. Relax. Frankie. Frankie, you all right? Yes, as long as you don't take my driver's license away from me for this. I dumped this crate into the ditch. Nice going. Uh, but look, it's a lucky thing for you. There was something wrong with that phone in Gardner's store. There wasn't anything wrong with it. There wasn't. Then how could I hear everything you and Biggie said after he made you hang up? How? You remember those bags of seed I told you were on the counter next to the telephone? Yeah, so what? So instead of hanging up the receiver, I just leaned it against one of the bags so you could hear what was going on. Biggie thought I hung it up when he told me to. Well, I'll be... Well, I checked our files and found Wells was Biggie. Now we've got him and his brother. But where's the girl? Probably still at Mrs. Davis's rooming house. Oh, she'll be a cinch to pick up. Look, Faraday, you better open the door and get inside this bus. Get inside? What for? You don't know what for? No. You're soaking wet. Well, at last you proved it, Barney. Proved what? You don't even know enough to come in out of the rain.
That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.